Bobo Goes West, Chapter 17. I have no idea what you're talking about, Professor. Oh, it's very simple. All we need is to find a park with a little frog pond in it. Oh, okay. Well, I think there's one coming up. Bobo and the Professor got off at the next stop. Directly across from the train platform was a small park. In between the tall fir trees was a frog pond. Oh, over there by those lily pads. Professor hopped over and Bobo followed him. I'll just hop right in here. The Professor jumped into the pond and swam over to a lily pad. Oh, oh, pardon me, is, is this lily pad taken? Asked the professor. Ribbit, said one of the local frogs. Oh, very good then. Well, um, uh, ribbit. Ribbit. How am I doing, Bobo? Bobo was amazed. In just mere seconds, the professor had gone from a world-famous scientist to just a local frog. Ribbit. As the other frogs came up to the surface and climbed on their lily pads, a chorus of ribbiting ensued. Oh gosh, Professor, you fit right in, said Bobo. Ribbit, said the Professor. Bobo suddenly panicked. He didn't know which frog was the Professor anymore. There were so many of them. Professor, are you still there? said Bobo. Of course, Bobo. But can't you see? No one will ever find me here. Now go, run! Oh, okay, said Bobo, and he took off down the block. Bobo came back to the train station. Going one way was a local subway line, but going the other way was the famous bullet train, a high-speed train that travels across Japan. Figuring he should put the greatest amount of distance between him and the people chasing him, Bobo got on the bullet train. Nobody asked him for a ticket right away, so he figured he would be okay at least for a little while. He walked down the long aisle and sat down in one of the comfortable chairs. As the train started up, he looked out the window. He saw houses and mountains and farms go by. And pretty soon he could see what he thought was the ocean. Well, probably the ocean anyway. Bobo started worrying about how he was going to pay for this trip when he heard the conductor coming down the aisle. May I see your ticket, said the conductor. Bobo turned and looked up, and to his surprise, it was a dog, a New Jersey dog. Now I got you. Come on, everybody. Bobo looked around, and all the businessmen and families that he thought he'd been traveling with turned out to just be dogs in disguise. They all got up and surrounded him. Now you're coming with me. Let's go see the pig. Yeah, let's go see the pig. That's what I said. Oh, no, said Bobo. The dogs took Bobo and got on the next bullet train headed in the opposite direction. They took him back to Tokyo, where they transferred trains, and then they transferred trains again, and then they got on a bus, and then they took the bus to a car rental place where they rented a car, but it wasn't large enough for all the dogs and Bobo, so they had to rent a van. So then the dogs and Bobo finally got in the van and drove for two hours into the night. Bobo had no idea where they were going, but by the time they got to the old abandoned warehouse, it was after midnight, and raining and storming. It had been raining all night, and the thunder boomed ominously. The dogs brought Bobo into the warehouse. As Bobo came in, he could see Pig eating food. So nice of you to join us, little bear. (laughs) My name's Bobo, said Bobo. 
Oh, okay, Bo Bo. <laughs> You've come a long way since Omaha, but haven't we all? Huh? Said Bo Bo. Then he remembered. I see you haven't changed very much, big eating food. You're still bossing around everyone. It's just a good way to get what I want, and what I want right now is the professor, said Big Eating Food. Said Bobo. I guess I'll add you to my little collection, said Big Eating Food. Exhibit A, the Mighty Spanky. Don't listen to him, Bobo. But Spanky was tied up with about 30 feet of rope, and he wasn't going anywhere soon. Don't you worry, Bobo. We're going to get out of here. Somehow. Ah, and then the crown jewel, Aziza the super cat, (laughs) said pig-eating food. You know you'll never get away with this, pig-eating food. You've gone too far this time, said Aziza. Wishful thinking, kitty cat, (laughs) said pig-eating food. Spanky and Aziza both looked at Bobo with big open eyes, as if they were both questioning, where is he? Where's the professor? Where is he? Where's the professor? Bobo, said Big Eating Food. He's outdone himself this time, Big Eating Food. He's hidden himself so well, even I couldn't find him if I tried, said Bobo. You can try and you can try, but you'll never find the professor. You'll never, ever, ever find the professor. You'll never, ever, Boss, there's someone coming in. Look, boss, it's the other group of dogs. Another group of dogs came into the warehouse, carrying a small cardboard box with holes poked in it. Help! Let me out of here! Let me out of here! They could hear coming from inside the box. Oh, no, thought Bobo. That's got to be the professor. How did they find him? The dogs opened up the box, and the professor stuck his head out. Oh, pig-eating food, you'll regret it. You'll regret it this time, you know. You've just gone too far. Look at this. Look at all these people. Everybody here is so inconvenienced. And why? And why? Well, looky here. It's the professor. (laughs) Said Pig Eating Food. This is great, boss. This is great, boss. This is great, boss. Yeah, we caught him, boss. Yeah, we caught him. I caught him. No, I caught him. No, I caught him. We all caught him together. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we were acting as a pack. No, not as a pack. We were acting under the orders of Pig Eating Food. Yeah, yeah, we were all in the pack with the Pig Eating Food. (laughs) Well, professor, make yourself comfortable. Looks like you'll be here a long time. Oh, no, thought Bobo. It was easy, boss. Yeah, it was easy to catch him, boss. Yeah, we just walked around with the math book. Yeah, we got a math book. Yeah, we walked around with the math book and we started reading things out of the math book. Yeah, but then we got some of them wrong on purpose. You got them all wrong on purpose. We were trying to get the frog. So when we said things that were wrong, the answers were wrong to the math problems. Yeah, the professor heard us. Yeah, the professor heard us. And he tried to correct us. He wanted to tell us what the right answer was. So he jumped right out of the frog pond right, right into our lap. Right into our laps. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty smart. I thought of it. No, I did. No, I did. No, I did. Just then there was a sound from high above near the roof of the old warehouse. Jeeves! It was Jeeves. He was wearing what looked like a jetpack and was clinging to one of the rafters in the roof of the old warehouse. Said Jeeves again. Oh, you don't say, said Big Eating Food. Oh, Jeeves, old chap, I'm so glad to see you, said the professor. Said Jeeves and opened up a small Tupperware container full of marbles. They must have been heavy, but goats are very, very strong. 
He upended the plastic bin full of marbles, and they all fell to the floor with an incredible clatter. What's going on? I beg you to Oh, there's marbles everywhere. Wonderful. Good job, Jeeves. Yeah, come on. Let's get out of here. Somebody untie me. Those dogs will never be able to chase us now, said Aziza. Jeeves turned on his jetpack and jumped down to the floor. Unfortunately, when he reached the floor, it was covered with marbles, and he immediately fell over. Grab him, said Big Eating Food. A few of the dogs tried to grab Jeeves, but they slid on the marbles, too. Unfortunately, Jeeves wasn't able to get up either, so the five or six dogs and Jeeves the goat just sat in the middle of the room in front of everybody, trying to get up over and over again and falling down repeatedly. The marbles were just too slippery, and nobody was going anywhere. Oh... Oh, no, we can't get out of here either with all these marbles everywhere. Oh, Jeeves, you should have just stuck with a jetpack, said Aziza. You two be quiet, said Pig Eating Food. Dogs, I want every dog to quietly and carefully pick up the marbles that are nearest to you. Now. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. You got it, boss. Here's one. Here's one. All the dogs started working together, and in a matter of minutes, they had all the marbles cleaned up. Looks like we've got a goat now to go in our little <laughs> petting zoo, said Big Eating Food. Well, you should feel pretty at home there. Huh? Why, who's that over there? It's me, Droopy McGee. Droopy McGee? Oh, Droopy, how did you know we were here? All I had to do was put two and two together, and I realized that pig-eating food was up to no good. Oh, 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 Droopy McGee, oh, that's you, I remember you from college. Weren't we in physics club together? Don't just stand there, dogs, grab him. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a, a dog, dog boss. boss. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. Did you notice he's a dog? Yeah, he should be one of us. Come on over here. You should be one of us. Yeah, come join us, said the New Jersey dogs. I don't think so, said Droopy. Then I'll just blow this whistle. Pig-eating food grabbed a whistle that was around his neck on a small chain and blew it as hard as he could. All the dogs stopped in their tracks and stared like zombies. We are awaiting orders. No, I am awaiting orders. We are all awaiting orders, said the dogs. Oh my goodness, they're like zombies, said Bobo. I think you forgot a very important fact, said Droopy McGee. I have high-frequency hearing gloss. What? said Big Eating Food. Oh, I remember that. You told me that before, said Bobo. I sure did. And I thought that Big Eating Food would remember. Your little whistle doesn't affect me at all. But I've got something you won't like. What? Let's say I ring this little bell. No, not the bell, said Big Eating Food. The dogs just stood around in a trance. They weren't getting any orders, and they were just standing there, staring off into space. How would you like it if I rang this bell? Said Droopy McGee. No, don't, don't do it. No, don't do it, said Big Eating Food. Uh, Mr. McGee, yeah, I say you probably should do it. Oh, do do it. Yes, that's it, said the professor. Wait a minute, Bobo, this is what you were telling me about. Yeah, Pig Eating Food spent years at a petting zoo, and if there's one thing he fears the most, it's the sound of that bell. Droopy, ring it. Thank you, I will, said Droopy. He rang the bell, and pig-eating food suddenly stopped what he was doing and stared off into space as if he were somewhere else. The bell. The bell. The bell, the bell, the bell, said pig-eating food. What's wrong with the pig? It looks like he's just staring off into space. 
Now he got a zombie pig and a bunch of zombie dogs. But it looked like the dogs were starting to wake up. Yeah, it looks like the dogs are waking up. Oh, yes, dogs, dogs, listen to me. You are free, independent thinkers. Do what you want to do. Don't follow the pig. Yeah, yeah dogs. dogs. That's right. Yeah, dogs. Uh, why don't y'all go back to New Jersey? What, what, what? What's happening? No, I asked what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I don't know what's happening either. Where are we? Where are we? How do we get here? This is not my house. The dogs all woke up. Realizing that they no longer had to follow the orders of the pig, they didn't seem nearly as eager to detain Aziza, Spanky, Bobo, Jeeves, or the professor. Um, could you dogs please untie these ropes? Asked Aziza politely. Yes, no problem. Sure thing, said the dogs. Bobo looked over at Pig eating food. He had kind of crumpled to the floor and was now laying on his side, wiggling his feet and snorting like a piglet. <coughs> said Pig eating food. I have already called the police. They should be here any minute, said Droopy. Yeah, boy, the police going to be happy to get their hands on this guy, Spanky said, looking down at Pig eating food. But Droopy, how did you know? Well, I remember you telling me about it way back in episode three. But that was a long time ago, said Bobo. You know what else was a long time ago? I used to know pig eating food way back in the day. Oh, were you at the petting zoo with him? Sort of. I was a guard dog. <laughs> oh, 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 Droopy, you cracked me up. Thank you, Spanky. I appreciate it, said Droopy. All right, everybody, I think I can hear the police coming, said Aziza. Well, it looks like we've got this one wrapped up. <laughs> said Jeeves. Oh, that's right. How would you all like to come back to my laboratory for a celebratory dinner? That would be lovely, said Spanky. Yeah, said Bobo. Let's go, said Aziza. <laughs> said Jeeves. Can we come too? Can we come too? Said one of the New Jersey dogs. Yeah, can we come too? Said a different one. Yeah, we promise to be good. Yeah, we'll even bring snacks. Yeah, we'll even bring snacks. I'll bring snacks. We'll all bring snacks. That was my idea. We can all bring snacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> Tune in next time when you'll hear Bobo say, Oh, gosh, guys, I guess it's time for me to go home. That's true, little buddy. It's a long way back to Nebraska. Nebraska.